a good Erev Shabbos and a good Erev Chag, dear friends. Apologize for the late uh, send-out. I've been working on a very beautiful concept over here, the covered the Chag. It says the Apostle in Bereshis, the Yaakov Nosa Sukasa, Yaakov, after having had his encounter with Esav, and his encounter with the angel of Esav. So Esav went his way, and Yaakov traveled to a place called Sukkos, where even Lobais, and he built for himself a house, and for his flocks, he built Sukkos, and uh, therefore, the place is called Sukkos. So, the, the Tzaddik and Pritzaddik, uh, as well as others, all explain this concept that on Yom Kippur, from Rosh Hashanah to Yom Kippur, there was a judgment between uh, Esav and Yaakov, between the Umos Olam, the nations of the world, and Bnei Yisrael. And there was a Kitrug, they were arousing uh, the, the heavenly angels against us, namely the angel of Esau, the, uh, the Malach Hamovit, the Yitzhahara, um, and, uh, and, and there was a battle, and the battle is uh, analogous to the battle that took place between Yaakov Inu and and the angel of Esau, um, and uh, once Yaakov wins that battle, it's not enough to win that battle, then uh, Yaakov has to go to a place called Sukkot, where he finds shelter from any future pursuit by the Malach of Esav. Now, uh, the wrestling match with the Malach of Esav was obviously not a physical one. A man cannot wrestle physically with an angel. Uh, the Midrash says that it was uh, the, the Malach was testing him in every aspect. Is he l'shem shemaim in this regard? Is he l'shem shemaim in that regard? Uh, ultimately, the only thing he could do is resort to wounding Yaakov Avinu in his in his hip area, alluding to the bris kodesh, to the part of a person where there is a fundamental. Um, physical taiva, and uh, that's why Yaakov, you know, kind of th- that was the so to speak the Achilles heel of Yaakov. However, that was uh, that that's um, not playing by the rules. That's, that's that's punching below the belt. The being that this is not something that a person can. This is not a taiva that a person can live without. A, a person has to have this type. Of course, it has to be controlled and everything, but this is something that, this is how the world is meant to be. So Yaakov won the wrestling match, but, and then he travels to this place called Sukkos, uh, and there he builds himself a bias. He builds himself a bias, but for his flocks, he built Sukkos. Uh, shacks, built for his flocks shacks, uh, Rotsodok speaks out that the flocks, the Midrash 
Rabbah says that Yaakov Avinu had 600,000 herds of sheep. Um, obviously, alluding to the 600,000 Neshamas of Klal Israel, the, the, the Meknehu, the acquired, the acquisitions of Yaakov, is an allusion to the Meknehu, the, 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 his children, to the 600,000 Neshamas of Klal Israel that are in the future going to come out from Yaakov. And so, for himself, he built a house. And for his future generations, he built a sukkah. So, Rav Tzadik and uh, Rav Moshe Shapiro Zechitalik Mavrocha explain that it means that he created a spiritual reality where we could flee to. After defeating the Yitzhahara in a fight, the Yitzhahara, like the Gemoran sukkah says, is misgavra, the person every day, I mean, even though you beat him down, the next day he's right back to it. And so, a person not only needs to be saved from the Yetzirah, needs to be saved from the from the Sultan, uh, but he also ha- then has to find a safe haven. And that's what we say uh, in davening every day. We say, Melech Ozer Moshia Umogin. And we've said this many times before, Melech is Rosh Hashanah, Ozer is the Seriously Made Tshuva, Hashem helps us do Tshuva, Moshia is that He saves us on Yom Kippur, but that's not enough, then you need Mogin. Mogin, the protector, that's Sukkah. Sukkah is Lahagana, it's for protection, Lahagin, Mimotar, like the Pasuk says, Vusukah Tiyeh, Litzel Yomam. So it is, a, it is a protection from, from the elements. That's where Yaakov Avinu went. But for himself, he built a bias. For his children, he built sukkahs. So, Rav Tzadik explains that it means a bias is a permanent place. A, a, a bias means an absolute protection. It's, it's a protection in a permanent fashion. Whereas Klausel only get a temporary protection. We only get a sukkah, a temporary protection. And that is for the Chaga sukkahs. And then afterwards... You know, um, the the Yetzirah is going to come after us again. Okay, that's the that's the general breakdown. Um, and and of course, during this time, we need to learn. We need to train ourselves to learn, uh, in the words of Rav Moshe, to remove the Yetzirah entirely. To not only just to defeat him, but that there should be no Yetzirah at all. There should be no mokum for the Yetzirah. And, and uh, if we do that for, for this week, then we will start off the year in a very powerful way, in a way that will energize us to have a successful year. So the obvious question is, how does a person um, uh, attain such a thing? How, um, how do you mevatel the Yitzhahara through the sukkah, through the use of the sukkah. Okay, so the first thing we want to look at is that the the Shalom Kodesh brings B'Shem the Sefer to Las Yaakov, a very deep and uh, difficult Sefer, but Shalom quotes from it, that the sukkah is Keneged Olam Haba. And he brings a Zohar Kodesh to support this. 
that the schach corresponds to the attribute of bina, of uh, of intellect, of, of thought, of that which is disembodied and removed from physicality. So, seemingly, in, in a uh, number of places, because I'll explain that the whole concept of the Yitzhahara, the Ramchal, for example, says it by, by the by the Maraglum, when the Maraglum comes back, come back, and they give the report, so Ramchal over there, in Otsu Ramchal, but it's in many other places, it's just the first place to come to mind, um, to explain that the entire Tfisas Yad, the, the ability of the Yitzhahara to grab onto us, to um, seduce us, to, to, to entice us, in, in its ways, only begins in the world of the, what's called the Zayn Tachtonum, in the, in the in the realms of action, but not in the realms of thought. Now, of course, we're going to say, what do you mean? There's plenty of people who are tremendously crooked and perverted in their thoughts to the point that uh, they're, they're, you know, uh, half crazy. I mean, idol worshippers, right, is, uh, I guess, would be the, in the Gemoras, in, in Chazal, in, in, the, in the Tanakh, that, that would be uh, described as an idol worshipper. Now, the truth is that these people nowadays that we have are not very different from it. It's, uh, to a certain extent, the same thing. So, these people seem to have a Yetzirah in the intellect, in the mind. So, the Chazal say that uh, the whole concept of Avodah is only uh, really done at deep, deep down. When you examine it fully, it was done to permit Gilu Arias, to permit uh, promiscuity, to permit physical pleasures. That's, that's a, if, if you analyze it in its roots. So when you have a society, like let's say in America, or really any society, who are, you know, they believe in this, they believe in that, uh, the truth is what they believe in is hedonism and, uh, and, and indulgence. Uh, then they justify it. So the justification is, is the intellect, then is brought on as a mercenary to justify their behavior. But... The pure intellect by itself, there, there's really no, there's really no Yetzirah over there. Um, so, the, 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 the world of, that's why, that's why Bina corresponds to Olam Haba. Olam Haba is a place where it's all pure, it's all good, it's all um, revelation of Hashem. That's the Sukkah, that's, that's the Schach that has to do with something that's beyond us. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's above us. It's, it's not down here. It's not in the world of action, as are the walls. Maybe we'll get to talk about the, that distinction with the walls and the schach. But the schach is up there, and that corresponds to Olam Habo. So there, there is no tfisa for the Yitzhah. The Yitzhah cannot grasp a person if a person is connected to Olam Haba, persons connected to the world of Bina, to the world of thought, to the world of spirituality, in that realm, there's no Yetzirah. Uh, and, and so that's the physical correspondent of that, the physical parallel of that, is that the Schach protects us from the, from the sun, from the sun, from the, from the other elements. That's what the Schach does. Because as long as a person is connected to this, 
world of abstract uh, spirituality of of uh, connection to Olam Haba, a person is protected. So now let's let's uh, let, let's take a step back and we'll now we'll, we'll rewind and we'll go back. We'll see the story again. So Yaakov Avinu has a first. He's he's tremendously afraid. He's he's shaking and quivering when he hears about the encounter he's going to have with Esav. Then he has the wrestling match and Bishyata Dishmaya he wins. That uh, entire story is very beautifully parallels from Rosh Hashanah to Aserisim Yitzhuva to Yom Kippur, where ultimately he prevails and he receives the name Yisrael uh, for having defeated the, the, the angel of Esau. But that's not enough. Then he has to go to Sukkot so, so as to lock in the victory so that there shouldn't be a sliding uh, of to, to, to the way things work. So what we're saying here is we spent on Rosh Hashanah, we gained a vision, a vision of what life is about, who I'm meant to be, what the world is supposed to look like, what I'm striving for, what I want out of this world. Not what I want from my own selfish physical needs, but what I want to see. What, what, is it, what out there is it that would be worth it for me to give up my life for it? What's the idealism? What's the vision? What's the dream? And then on Yom Kippur, we internalized it, and we, and we, we, we made it that this is who, who I am, this, this, to be real about it, to be, to be committed to it. That Yom Kippur is a Bechino of Olam Haba. We spoke about it on Yom Kippur itself. Yom Kippur is called Shabboson. It's a day that is even uh, more spiritual that we were like angels. We're able to say Borushim uh, Kivod Machuso out loud. We, we, we wear white. Uh, it's, it's a day of tremendous, tremendous spiritual heights where we don't need to eat, we don't need to drink, like we spoke about. But then, obviously, in that place, there's no, there's no Yitzhahara on Yom Kippur. But when a person has to come back down to this world, so then what? How does a person come back into this world in a state of being protected? So the answer is, of course, if you can build a bias. The bias that Yaakovina built, seemingly, is a reference to the Beis Hamikdash. The Beis Hamikdash is a place where... All physical actions that a person does, whether it be cleaning, the, which is the trumas adeshin, the lifting up of the ashes from the mezbeach, or it be the cooking, which is the, the entire process of the bringing of the carbonos, uh, you know, the, the, the slaughtering and, and, and the cutting up into parts and the uh, flaying of the skin, and uh, and then the the eating the which is the burning of the carbonos and the pouring of the nesachim, that's all bikedusha. The entire physical world is transformed to being uh, with the holiness with the, with the kedusha of of being lishem shemay. That's the the, the, the level that Yaakovinu reached. Ulubonov ulumeknehu and for his flocks and for his children. He built sukkos, so sukkah is do, is doing the same thing on a miniature level. That kol azar Yisrael, every Jewish person, no matter where he is, can throw a few a few walls together and throw some sticks on top, and 
all of a sudden you have a place which is defined as a place as a temporary base of English, a temporary little place where everything you do, your sleep, your eating, your tzil, your playing chess, your spending time, is all a part of the mitzvah. Now, of course, that takes a tremendous segulus hayom to do that. that that's, that's the power of the sukkah that Hashem imbued it with the, to help us tap into such a thing. But the truth is, as we spoke about, from Roshan all the way through Yom Kippur, is that's really something, that's a Bechina that we should be striving for all the time. That's, that's the Madriga that Yaakov reached. Yaakov, is, Yaakov reached a Bechina of Kedusha. Kedusha means that everything that he did, all of his involvements in the physical world, were a mitzvah. They were all the Shem Shemaim. So on Sukkot, we get to taste that. We get to experience that on a certain level. Where everything that we do is the Shem Shemaim, everything that we do is a mitzvah, everything that we do is besimcha. It's called Zman Simchaseinu, a time of our joy. The Pasuk says three times in relation to Sukkot, the language of Simcha. It's, we do not find it not by Pesach, not by Shavuos. It's, it's a time of Simcha because the Simcha is in Avodos Hashem. Like we said, the Pasuk that we have to etch into our hearts, that we didn't serve Hashem b'simcha, that's the, if you're not serving Hashem b'simcha, to a certain extent you're not serving Hashem, you're serving somebody else. If you're serving Hashem, if you realize you're serving Hashem, you're serving Him b'simcha. Certainly, like Rav says many times, Pasuk says, or zeru or zeru al tzaddik ul yoshei leiv simcha. A tzaddik is a person who does the right thing, but he doesn't necessarily have a joy from it. He doesn't right now connect to how great it is what he's doing. Whereas a, uh, a yosher yoshei leiv, and that's what we're trying to striving for in in the terrace army, is to not be a person who's going through the motions and doing the hard things because he knows that that's the right thing but to reach that atara, to reach that crown, to reach that that level of yashus simcha that's that's the simcha of sukkahs that we could go through an entire week filled with avodos Hashem the entire time being which means being connected to that Olam Haba, being connected every time we look up at that Tzach, we're reminded of Yom Kippur, we're reminded of that Olam Haba that we came from, that we just came from there, and we stay connected to it, then all of our actions, mundane actions, become Kaddish, become sanctified. And like Rav Tzadik points out, a beautiful Duke. Pasuk says, that you should know for generations that, that, I, that I caused you to dwell in Sukkot. So the Rav Tzadik is Medayik. It doesn't say that we should remember, like it says by all, all other mitzvahs, by, by Tzitzvahs, by, by Pesach. That we, we, it should be, it's a language of Zechir, of remembering. Here it's Laman Yedu, Yedia, it's experience. 
the person has to experience being in a sukkah, not just be intellectually aware of it, but be connected to that thought. And notice, the entire concept of being in a sukkah is everything that you're doing is colored by the sukkah. It means to say, it has, it, it, it's a concept of, uh, of, of an environment, of, of a frame of mind. You know, people speak about wearing rose-colored glasses. So we're wearing um, sukkah's colored glasses. I mean, when a person's in a sukkah, everything you do is colored by that. It's colored by, I'm eating in a sukkah. It's an achila shel sukkah. I'm sleeping in, in, sleeping in a sukkah. I'm speaking Diri Torah in a sukkah. And that is means we can replace the word sukkah with Olam Haba, with the world of Bina, the world of great expansive thought, the world of realizing who it is that we're Zoha to be serving. It's an unbelievable time, an unbelievable joy, and uh, very excited to go through that with you all together. Have a wonderful Erev Shabbos and a Chag Sameach.